0: Well, Coons, US sport is a serious business, as is cricket. But the game also elicits hilarious moments on a regular basis, it must be said. Now, a new book is out today. It's called The 100 Funniest Moments in Australian Cricket. And having looked it up before, it actually warmed my heart that John Howard bowling is on the front (laughs) cover. The author is Dan Lipke, and he's been good enough to join us now for a chat. Dan, welcome to Sports Day.
1: Thank you. Great to be here.
0: Okay, so the obvious question is, Dan, 100 moments in... uh, in Australian cricket, how many were there that you had to had, had to filter down? Were there thousands, or how did you go through the archives?
1: There were loads and loads of moments, so I I, I you know racked my rack my own brain, of course, for them, but I also crowdsourced, uh, threw, threw it out to Twitter and Facebook and wherever I could get, and got enormous lists of uh, lists of possibilities, and put them in a great big spreadsheet, and then uh, I, I had to I had to. Uh, Kind of cheat a little bit. So any, anything that was broadly similar, I said, "All right, I'll find the best example of that, and that can be the official nomination." I'll mention mention the others, you know, as a kind of sidebar. But yeah, so I've eventually got down to hundred, but I started with a you know a couple of hundred at least.
2: So so John Howard's on the cover. I'm, I'm assuming he ranks quite highly in some of those humorous <laughs> moments. I won't. You, you're not going to disclose number one. Obviously, you have to you buy the book. But it, uh, is Johnny up there?
1: Uh, I'm not. I'm not just about- quite sure he makes even the top 20 or so. So that that kind Ooh. of uh, tells you how good the, the, the best moments are. But, you know, we, we save the top moments for actual cricketers, not just, you know, politicians bowling balls into their own feet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so can you give us one then that didn't make the cut that you can share with us?
1: Oh, well, I, I, I had a kind of rule up front that uh, if it made more people angry than laugh, then I wasn't including it. So that, that meant things like the underarm delivery and, uh, you know, people shoving sandpaper down their trousers to hide it. Uh, didn't, didn't make it, sadly. But, you know, if, if, if it was up to me, I, I, well, it kind of was up to me, but ultimately <laughs> I decided I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather not have people get upset with me. So those ones got the cut. And, uh, yeah, so they're, they're probably the big ones that missed out just because they make too many people cross.
0: <laughs> some people like Jerry Seinfeld, some people like Ricky Gervais, some people yeah. like Sam Pang. How did you rank the humour?
1: Oh, that that was a big challenge. So I tried to get a broad cross-section because you, you're completely right. Everything, you know, everyone's sense of humour is very personal. So I, I you know, I've, I've tried to get a big cross-section. So there's a little bit of wordplay in there. You know, you Lily, caught Willie, bold Dilly kind of stuff. But there's also plastic, <laughs> you know, players getting hit in the nuts. There's, uh, You know, there's things that take ages to build up and play out. You've got, you know, other other things that, you know, are immediately funny. So, yeah, I I tried to get a big, broad cross-section, you know, crowd interaction, selectors. Everybody tried. I tried to give everybody a run.
2: Well, I found this moment uh, of pure hilarity myself, and I'm sure the whole of Australia did,
1: Uh, the
2: English, the people over in England, probably not so much. But tell me that Steve Harmison's first ball of the Ashes series in '06 is in there, please. Uh,
1: that is definitely in there. That I could not have it in there. So I could not not have it in there. So yeah, so. There were, there's actually a couple of uh, first ball of the Ashes because uh, Rory Burns' first ball facing oh, yeah. also makes the cut. So, yeah, oh, uh, no. first balls of the Ashes are always good ones.
0: Um, what about um, incidents that occur on the periphery of the game, bits of commentary or anything else that happens around the actual cricket itself?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely got uh, some of those in there. So we've got uh, you know, things like... Uh, well, for for example, you've you know you've got the famous streaker who runs under the ground, and Andrew Simon sorts him out. Uh, that that makes the cut, of course. And and yeah, then then you've got selections, and and you've got other things like there's the, the you know, perhaps not as famous as as it should be. There's, there's a story going all the way back to you know the turn of the previous century, where uh, you know. Uh, the cricketer Billy Midwinter was kidnapped by, um, by by his team rather than being allowed to play for Australia. So there's all kinds <laughs> of weird, weird things going on there. So I've got, got a few very olden time ones in there as well.
2: How many characters did you end up speaking to to try and actually get some facts out of some of these yarns?
1: I, I, I didn't actually interview anybody for it. I just went through you know various archives and newspaper reports and... Found the footage uh, of, you know, lots of them and, and, and cobbled it all together from that.
0: Who owns the IP for John Howard's uh, famous photo? Uh,
1: to be honest, I'm not exactly sure. I, I, I don't uh, I don't have anything to do with what photos get chosen. I just hand that over to the publisher and they find these great photos. So presumably uh, somebody at you know, Getty Images or the equivalent uh, owns that and they, they were paid, uh, paid good money for it, so... Hopefully, uh, hopefully they, uh, they 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 get good value out of it.
2: Was there any twelfth uh, man references into the top one hundred moments? Because I think uh, growing up, that was all we used to listen to—the the hilarious uh, commentary and, and slapstick stuff around that. Is there some twelfth man stuff thrown in there?
1: There is an entire entry on the twelfth man <laughs> as, as, as kind of a, a pioneer of cricketing, you know, cricketing comedy in Australia. Like, I, I can't think of anybody who did it as well. Before or since. So, yeah, I had to have an entire entry in there for the the 12th man.
0: So I'm looking at um, some of the books you've written already, and I've actually read a couple of them. I've read um, The 50 Greatest Australian Cricketers. I've read The 50 50 Great Moments in Australian Cricket. Um, So congratulations on these books that you've written already. But there seems to be a constant theme across them, which is lists. And you know people, I mean, we're on radio at the moment, Coons, People love lists. They love to rank things. What What gave you this idea in the first place? And I guess it's limitless, isn't it? You can do lists on almost any, on, on almost anything.
1: Yeah, the, the, I think the lists. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not quite sure why people like the rankings so much, but they they definitely seem to enjoy them. And uh, yeah, I, I, it's uh, it's a good format to do a book in. We, we've found over the years, it's, you know, it gives you plenty of uh, plenty of leeway to just yeah sort things out and rank them. And and, you know, and and the countdown works really well, kind of adds, adds tension as you go along in the book. It's like, ooh, this one's here. So I wonder what number one must be. So hopefully people will buy the book to find out for this one. So where would you
2: rank Australia's latest uh, one-day World Cup victory amongst the 50 great moments in Australian Oof. cricket that you've written?
1: Well, I... I... I'm not exactly sure where it will go. I think Glenn Maxwell, I mean, there's obviously an entire entry on Glenn in the book because Glenn Maxwell's had some brilliantly hilarious moments. He's 200 and, you know, completely rigid on the ground and getting up and playing with no legs. That, that would <laughs> go in there all by itself. And then kind of the heist of the final uh, that also belongs in there. But uh, there's, there's a whole heap of things obviously that, you know, happened in between when I, when it, you know, went up to print and since I, you know, I, you know, it was written before Johnny Besto uh, wandered out of his ground, sadly. But uh, oh, no. this, isn't my first ra- this isn't my first radio. I, I actually left a, a blank slot in there, so if there are any moments that people thought I missed, they can fill it in themselves. And uh, so this this should be in the list. So feel free to add Johnny Besto or Glenn <laughs> Maxwell or whoever you like in, into the list yourself, and you get the book.
0: I'd be adding Johnny Besto in a heartbeat. I think that was hilarious, and even exactly, more hilarious yeah. than the entire country decided that the laws of the game didn't matter anymore and the spirit of the game trumped it. Yep. Um, uh, I'm also interested because a lot of cricket stories, as you would well know now, especially the sledging stories, uh, M-A or R-rated. Um, how suitable mm. is this book for the younger generation, shall I say?
1: It's It's... Pretty safe, I think. I, uh, I, there is an entry on sledging, but I did not go all the way back to some of the, the more brutal sledging. I, I, went, I went for a, a reasonably tame example of, of the sledging and left uh, left uh, the, the, the cruder efforts uh, up, to, up to the imagination or research capabilities of others. So, yeah, I think it's pretty safe for uh, uh, readers of all ages.
2: So you, you, you missed a couple given that you'd already finished the book, but had you finished it and then spoken to friends, uh, colleagues, or just anyone really just uh, saying, I've just written this book and then someone had come up with a moment and you thought, oh, no, I've missed that.
1: No, that that, that was my biggest fear when I started writing it. That, that's why I got this massive uh, crowdsource and list. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I was absolutely dreading that I would get to the end and go, oh, no, I've forgotten this one. But... Uh, but so far, you know, touch wood, I, I, think, uh, I think I'm pretty happy with the ones that made the cut. There hasn't been any that anyone said to me that, you know, left out and I've gone, oh, that obviously should have been in there. So I, I think I've covered off a pretty broad array of, uh, of moments. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with the final product.
0: I'm easily persuaded, Dan, and uh, I think this is a great book for Christmas. So where can I buy it and uh, how much does it cost me?
1: Uh, you can buy it at all good bookstores, uh, all all bad bookstores. Buy, buy it at any bookstore you wander into <laughs> about, uh, out as of today. Uh, and to be honest, I, I guess you can hunt around and find the best price. I think it's about, you know, $25 or so.
0: Dan, really enjoyed the chat with you. Uh, great book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to um, go through your rankings with a fine-tooth comb, and I'll give you my <laughs> yeah. thoughts when I finish, because uh, I can imagine it'll be hotly debated around the Christmas table this summer. Thanks for your time. Thank you. That's Dan Lipke, who uh, has written a very funny book, "The Hundred Funniest Moments in Australian Cricket History." Coons, I like what you said. I think um, I think uh, Stephen Harmison bowling the ball to second slip's got to be right up there.
2: Nothing better, but I, and I don't know if it's if the book will sell that well over in England. But yeah. who cares? Yeah. That is that was a great moment. Second slip just caught that flush, didn't they? And I Andy Slintock, this... yeah. I saw it not too long ago and the, in the, I think it was Ian Healy was was doing some commentary and he said, that, well, they've only got three slips in here. I think they should probably get a fourth slip in <laughs> because if we could look to get an edge early, Harmison's up and about and then first delivery. Jeez, that was like one of mine playing fifth. <laughs> Maybe i ask you later in the week. Um, your
0: favourite, your funniest moments in football. Maybe get a ranking of your funniest football moments because there's been some bizarre ones. I'd imagine you'd be involved in a few of them as well.
2: Um, Most of them are on footy trip.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, well, maybe we'll keep them for another (laughs) time. Uh, Give us a call on the Harcourts open line. For all things real estate, speak to Harcourts. More Sports Day right after this.